all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Come on, y'all. Come on in the room. It is Tuesday night. It is our last prayer gathering of 2020. We've been doing these additional nights of prayer this year to give you an opportunity to end the year strong. And so we're getting ready to do that. Prayer is about to be amazing. Come on in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. We're going to go ahead and add our Instagram fan, both the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Search Instagram. We are live now on YouTube, on Facebook, on uh, Periscope, and uh, Instagram for both Bishop Foreman and Harvest Search, the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Welcome to all of our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family as well as, of course, the Harvest Channel. Come on in, everybody. So glad to see you. Can y'all believe it's the last prayer gathering uh, of 2020? Come on, and we're going to end strong. I've been having you say that a lot. Come on, type that on the screen. I'm ending strong. Can I get you to do that? Type that on the screen. I'm ending strong. That's certainly how we're going to end this year. Uh, and it's going to be amazing. Listen, last night's prayer was so very powerful. And uh, and I pray, of course, you can always go back and look at the replays. We even released prayer on podcast and we do a replay. So tonight, if you've got our app, you uh, you saw that we did a replay of prayer. We've been doing that now. We do a replay of Wednesdays, a replay of Sundays, a replay of, of prayer. And uh, and so you saw the replay today at five o'clock mountain time. And so if you've got our app, you can do that. If you don't have our app, Let's just get that going right now. You can text the word HARVEST to 55498. If you do not have the Harvest Search Mobile app, we want you to get it. What's in there? Music, messages, and more. Totally free um, because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest. So we'd love for you to get that. And when you get our app, we want you to know that you will also, um, we'll be giving you, we're going to sow into you my book, Making Money Moves, The Art of Getting Your Finances in order. I believe that your next 12 are going to be your best financial 12. If you believe that, type that on the screen. My next 12 will be my best financial 12. Father, I pray. Come on, let's go. We're already in there. For the finances of every individual that's watching prayer, that's listening to the replay, uh, or listening to the podcast tonight. And I pray, God, that their next 12 months financially will be their best 12 months financially. Father, we pray that you would give them good deals, that you would give them access to the capital and resources they need. We pray, God, that you would give them access to uh, whatever it is they need from a financial perspective so that their credit would be the best, that they would uh, experience the best, the best interest rates, the best credit. Come on, the very best of the best. Your word says you have blessed us, Genesis 12, to be a blessing. And so, God, we pray not only do we have enough to meet our need, but you are the God, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 9, where you say that you give seed to the sower so that you would bless us so that we would have an abundance for every good work, which means it is not your will for us to be in lack. 
It is not your will for us to be in struggle. It is not your will for us to just have enough. To be a blessing, we have to have more than enough. Therefore, we declare in our next 12 months, we will walk in financial abundance. That means we will have overflow. Everybody type that. We will have overflow. In the name of Jesus, because we are not a reservoir where we just get it and keep it. God, we are a river where you can get things to flow through us. God, you can cause finance to flow through us. You can cause blessing to flow through us. You can cause capital to flow through us. I pray right now in the name of Jesus for every one of my entrepreneurs, every one of my managers. Every one of my business owners that's on prayer. And I declare, God, that their businesses would thrive in the next 12 months. And that their businesses would do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that they can ask or think in the next 12 months. I pray that they would have the capital that they need. God, Father, that they would have the grants that they need, the loans that they need, whatever it is to expand their businesses, to work smart and not hard. I pray that they would have that in Jesus' name. I cover, Father, everybody that is participating in building something, every employee. And it's not a negative thing to be an employee. Everybody is not called to be the chief. Everybody is not called to be an entrepreneur. Everybody is not called to have their own business. That's not everybody's seat. That's not everybody's assignment. So I pray that those that sit in the seat of an employee, or those that sit in the seat of a builder of something for someone else, that they would do it with excellence. Come on, y'all. The scripture says, and everything that we do, let us do it with diligence as unto the Lord. So I pray, Father, that whatever seat we're in, whether it's the chief executive or it's the customer service rep, whether it's the person that calls the shots or it's the person that uh, that uh, executes the shots that were called, I pray that we would sit in that seat and that we would do it well. That whatever we find our hands to do, we would do it well. We would do it with excellence. That means we do it well. We would do it efficiently. That means we're doing the right things well. In the name of Jesus. And I declare that the report on us, according to Genesis 12, you said, God, that you would make our name great. And Hebrew, that means the report that spreads concerning us would be excellent. The report that spreads concerning us would be that when I put this person on it, they get it done. When I put this person on it, they make it happen. We are those that make it happen. Come on. We are those that can take a bad hand and play it well. We are those that don't show up and say, I don't know. We are those that figure it out. We got figured out faith. How am I going to get from the boat over to Jesus, Peter? I'm going to figure it out. How are we going to get from this side of the Red Sea to the other side? We're going to figure it out. Whatever we need to do, I declare that we've got a figure it out mentality. We've got a get her done mentality. That we will not be stopped in our next 12. Come on, y'all. Let's pray. We will not be stopped in our next 12. We will not be blocked in our next 12. I pray, God, that we would have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ says this, nevertheless, type that on the screen. Nevertheless, 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 nevertheless. When Jesus was in his most intense moment, God, he said, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. And God, many of us in the last 12 months, we've stopped. We've stopped right there. We said, God, if it's possible, let it end. But God, there are many things. You say, I'm not going to let it in because if you keep walking, there's something in it for you. You're going to get the glory and we're going to be elevated. We're going to be promoted. We're going to see a shalom come from it. That is prosperity. Nothing missing. Nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. You are the God that is bigger than cash, cars, and clothes. You are the God that will you give us favor. Favor is preferential treatment. That means uh, that money can buy a doctor, but favor gets us help. Money can buy a lawyer, but favor gets us justice. God, when we handle our nevertheless moments, right, we experience favor. When I pray that in our next will, 
our mentality would be like the mind of Christ, that we would have the nevertheless mentality, that we would not settle for the lesser, but we would pursue the greater. We will not settle for, I don't know what we're going to do, we will pursue the greater. And for that, we say thank you. Tonight, God, as we pray, we come out the gate strong. Why? This is our last time of corporate prayer for 2020. Man, God, we got to end strong so we can begin strong. The way we end a thing determines the way we begin a thing. That's why the scripture says in Ecclesiastes that the ending of a thing is better than the beginning. In other words, how I finish is just as important as how I start. Father, I pray that we would not just be good starters but that we would be good finishers. I declare that we are finishers, that we've got the faith to finish. I pray that whatever projects we're working on, we'd have the faith to see it through. We'd have the faith to finish, that we would go from A to Z. I rebuke us stopping at X and Y, but I pray that we would get all the way to the end of Z. Whatever we set our hands to do, we have the faith to finish in the name of Jesus. And tonight, God, we ask that you forgive us for all of our sin, all of our iniquity. That's generational curses we practice. That's generational junk we were supposed to be the interruption to, but that we practice. And I pray, God, that we would be the interruption to that. And we ask for forgiveness for our transgression. That's where we willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. And tonight, God, we say we're ending 2020 strong in prayer because we believe our next 12 will be our best 12. Come on, y'all. Our next 12 will be our best 12. We speak to January. 2021, February 2021, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. And we command those 12 months to be the best 12 months of our lives yet. We rebuke the enemy out of the next 12 months in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare by faith right now that as we step into these next 12, this is going to be the year we set it off. Come on. That means we make it happen. Father, you've cleared the slate for us in 2020. You made all things new. But in 2021, that's the takeoff. That's the set off. That's where we've come forward. And for that, we give you glory. And for that, we say thank you tonight. In Jesus' name. Come on, say my next 12 will be my best 12. My next 12 will be my best 12. I need you to type that on every platform. My next 12 will be my best 12. My next 12 will be my best 12. In Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say Amen. Guys, if you're just coming in, y'all can see we're starting high tonight. We're starting high. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this bad boy tonight uh, as we move in prayer. This is our last prayer. Normally, we pray together every Monday night from 7 Mountain to 8 Mountain uh, time. That's 9 to 10 Eastern. And uh, what we've been doing tonight, we've added some prayer times uh, since December 15th. So I think we've added like four or five prayer times. And it's amazing to see what's happening. I want us to celebrate at the beginning of prayer tonight. Last night, and I hope I'm not misquoting the number because I don't have it right in front of me, but if I remember the report correctly, 14 people gave their lives to Jesus last night. That means, if I remember correctly, we are almost at 600 decisions of people who have given their lives to Jesus Christ in the midst of a pandemic. Can you stop right where you are and put a praise on the screen? Hey, Fayetteville, what's going on? Put a praise on the screen. Hey, L.A., Put a praise on the screen where you're at. Give God glory for where you're at. That's somebody's mother, somebody's cousin, somebody's uncle, somebody's uh, niece, somebody's nephew, somebody's father, somebody's mother. To God be the glory for that. Hallelujah. Come on, I need you to celebrate that. I need you to celebrate that. I need you to celebrate that. Now, listen to me. For those of you who have been Christians for a while, you got to make sure that your Christianity is not self-centered Christianity. It is about you using your life to change the lives of others. I want to pray over that because for many of you in the next 12 months, 
what God is going to do for you um, is you're going to find something. Listen, listen, listen very carefully. You're going to find something that's value is greater than money. Please listen to me. Let me prophesy to you. You're going to find something that's value is greater than money. Uh, I didn't get into ministry because I was in pursuit of anything financial. I did it because I wanted to obey the Lord. And the scripture says that I had already done well. I started my first business when I was 12. Some of you are familiar with my story about 21. I was a very successful business. I was in ministry simultaneously throughout that time. And so, um, you know, ministry was something God had to force me to say yes to. Anybody else know what I'm talking about? There are certain things, often what God has assigned you to do, and may not necessarily be what your primary passion is. Let me just say this before we cover this in prayer. Um, there's advice out there where people will say, pursue your passion. Can I tell you that is the absolute worst advice that anybody could ever give you because you are only passionate about what you think you're good at. Instead, it is, God, what did you create me for? Because when I find out what you created me for, I might not be passionate about it now. Listen, I might not be passionate about it now, but when I begin to do it, I will discover I was made for this. And in your next 12 months, I prophesy to every person under the sound of my voice that if you're not currently doing it, in your next 12 months, you will be doing what you were created to do. That you will be doing what you were created to do. Not chasing a dollar, because when you do what you're created to do, money going to chase you. When you do what you're created to do, favor is going to chase you. Resources are going to chase you. I pray that you would graduate from just having a job from just having a career, and I pray that you would walk in your assignment. The Bible says make your calling and your election sure. Many are called, few are chosen. The ones that are chosen are the ones that answered the call to what they're assigned to do. And Father, tonight I pray that in our next 12 months, we would be doing what you created us to do. Come on. And we be doing it and doing it and doing it well. Let's go. In the name of Jesus, I pray that in our next 12 months, we'd walk in it, we'd embrace it, and we'd do it. We'd walk in it, we'd embrace it, and we'd do it. We'd walk in it, and we'd embrace it, and we'd do it. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, you said that you have another food. In other words, there was something else that brought you nourishment. What brought you nourishment, you said, was to do the will of the one that sent you. I pray, God. That our nourishment would not be money. It would not be benefits. I rebuke us having a scarcity mentality in our next 12 months. It would not be money. It would not be benefits. It would not be power or prestige or position. But it would be doing what your will is. Doing what you created us to do. God. If we have a problem with our automobile, we get back to the owner and we go to the owner's manual and say, this is how it's supposed to be because the one that made it knows how to fix it. And I pray that in our next 12 months, you, the God that has made us, that we would do everything you've ordained for us to do. Father, forgive us for pigeonholing you and to say it can only be this because for many of you on prayer tonight, God, it doesn't it desire to pigeonhole you. You are bigger than just one thing. you got more talent than just one thing. And I pray you'd have the focus and the fierceness to do it well. And the Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. And I pray that in the next 12 months, we would receive nourishment from doing what it is that you created us to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Guys, many times, uh, again, especially if you've been taught to pursue passion, if you've been taught to pursue passion, somebody says, well, this will be available for replay. It will be. Absolutely. And also get our app too. Text the word harvest. Guys, if you don't have our app, get our app. Text the word harvest to 55498. Get our app. You get all of our messages, music, every time we go live, the whole nine. 
Don't forget to do that. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? Hey, but listen, many times um, you carry three things. You carry, number one, what you think you're passionate about. Um, again, some of you are familiar with my story. If you're not, I'll tell you real quick. I got into ministry through music. I started in ministry as a drummer. And let me tell you, I was horrible when I started drumming. And the only reason I got a drum set is because a friend of mine, he and I were very competitive, and he got a drum set. He actually knew how to play, but we were so competitive, I was like, you know, we were tit for tat. So if I got something, he wanted it, and vice versa. So he got a drum set for Christmas one year, and I said, guess what? I want a drum set. Well, I got my drum set. I didn't know how to play. I began to study how somebody else played. I watched what they did. Everybody listen. They did what they did well. They didn't know that a, a, a future bishop former was going to be studying them. Everybody listen. The reason you have to do what you do well is because uh, you don't know who's studying you that may do something very different than you, but you're the one that gets them started. I need you to make this declaration. I get things started. Come on, baby, you're the one that sets it off. You have people that are paying attention to how you dress, paying attention to how you speak, paying attention to how you act, paying attention to how the fact let me speak to those of you who are in harvest worship and those of you who sing and worship, paying attention to how you sing, how you lead worship. You don't even know that somebody's paying attention to you and studying you. I studied a man that to this day, I still don't think he knows that I studied him. Father, I pray that what we do, we would do it so well that other people can study and learn. Other people can study and learn. Other people can study and learn. Father, you have called us to have influence in the seven spheres of society. Arts and entertainment, business, family, education, government, media, and church. Those seven spheres of society, you have called us to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. And that's exactly what we're going to do in Jesus' name. What we do, let us do it so well that it sets somebody else off. Got it? So I got into ministry through that. You know, I was always passionate about business. As I mentioned, I started my first business when I was 12. I was always passionate about business. And I thought I had my plan. Here was my plan. I was going to go into politics. Um, first, I was going to go into law. I was going to be a lawyer. Then I was going to get appointed to a local judgeship. I literally have a document. I have it on video when I was 16 years old, what I said I was going to do. Here's my plan. I was going to go uh, into law. I was going to be appointed to a local judgeship. Then I was going to go into politics and then uh, do, you know, congressional or Senate seat, something like that. My plan was to be the first uh, black president of the United States of America. President Obama beat me to that. Um, but that was my plan. Um, God had another plan. And listen, so many times we resist God's plan because we only pursue what we're passionate about. But what's going to happen for you in your next 12 months, please listen to me, is that what God's going to do for you in your next 12 months is that your, your taste is going to change from what you're passionate about to what you're purposed for. Your taste is going to change from just what you're passionate about to what you are purposed for. You can do a whole lot, but there are certain things you're created to do. Did you hear what I just said? You can do a whole lot, but there are certain things that you are created to do. There are certain people you drop in the kitchen, they come alive. There's people like me, you put us in the kitchen and we only want to keep it clean. Listen, we only want to keep it clean. Don't come in here to dirty up the kitchen. Well, how are we going to eat? I don't know. Order something in. You come, come in here dirty up the kitchen. I have a sign. In, well, I used to. It's going now. I had a sign in my kitchen that said, eat out. Keep the kitchen clean. Like, no. No, we ain't doing this in here. All right. Father, I pray that our next 12, that our pursuit would be of what we're purposed to do in the name of Jesus. And if you're already doing it, if you're already doing it, I pray that you would do it at another level. Because for many of you, you're already doing it. And so your prayer is not to discover it. Your prayer is to do it in a greater way. Your prayer is to do it with more excellence. Your prayer is to do it 
uh, with more intensity. Your prayer is to do it with more uh, 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 intensity. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. Guys, if you haven't shared me, I need you to share me tonight. Come on, share, 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 share. When you share, people get saved. Last night, y'all shared, 14 people gave their lives to Jesus. I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. For those of you who are regulars on prayer with me or regulars on my live or you watch Harvest regularly on Wednesdays and Sundays, you already know uh, you're in a safe place. Everything you're about to get is 100% Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. That's the book for me. Um, <laughs> uh, it's going to be Bible. And so I need you to share if you haven't shared yet. On YouTube, I need you to click the little bell that says get notifications when we go live. On Facebook, there's a little bell too. You can click ring my bell. Ring the bell. I need you to click the bell so that every time we go live, you get notifications to do that too. All right? Somebody says, you can't become the first bishop to become president. I could. Listen, that don't mean that that's necessarily over. That just means that ain't what it is right now. Let me just say, let me just say that for the sake of the record. All right. Um, so I had my passion about what I was going to do. And I remember when it was time for me to um, begin to walk in what God had ordained for me to do, that I was, I was, I was fearful. I was like, what am I going to preach every week? I said, how am I going to come up with something to say every week? The business side of it, I was like, I got that. I was like, what am I going to come up with every week? And can I tell you what I was afraid of became my areas of gr my greatest strength. I want to cover that for your next 12 months. That what you are afraid of will become your greatest strength. Some of you are afraid of um, being seen. I pray that be your greatest strength. I pray that when people see you, that you would radiate such light that people would know it ain't you, but it's God. Come on. I pray that whatever your greatest fear is, can I get you to type it? Only be bold. Only do this if you're going to be bold. Can you type what your greatest fear is right now? Your greatest fear. Because for some of you, my fear was what I was going to come up with every week to preach. My issue now is, God, how am I going to fit all this in one year? What I thought was going to be an area, we, I, I take notes for the sake of, of production. I do not take notes um, for my sake, it's the sake of production and all of that. Whatever your greatest fear is, type it. I see some preaching. Come on, talk to me. Rejection. Rejection. I pray for you that where your greatest fear of rejection is, that that would actually be reversed to become your greatest strength. That you would harness the power of rejection. Here's what. Rejection is redirection. Rejection is redirection. In other words, whenever something shuts down or closes, that is sending me to another direction that is purposed for me. Come on, come on, come on. Singing in front of people. I pray that that would become your greatest strength. Y'all better type them because I may call yours out. I pray that that would become your greatest strength. That that would become your greatest strength. That when you are singing in front of people, that you would realize you're doing it as unto the Lord. I see failure on here. I pray that you, listen, everybody wants to know what's the most important ingredient to success is. You ready? Failure. The most important ingredient to success is failure. I'm going to say it again. The most important ingredient to success is failure. If you don't have any failure, your success ain't going to taste good. Come on, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that we would harness the power of our fear of failure and we would turn that into what our greatest success is, what our greatest success is. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In fact, without failure, we cannot appreciate success. And without failure, we will not be able to handle the pressure of success. There are two struggles. There is the struggle of failure and there's the struggle of success. 
Both of them have pressure. The pressure just weighs different. The pressure of success weighs heavier than the pressure of failing because you can wake up and keep it moving. When you have success, you have to maintain that. It's a different, that's a different level of pressure. That's a different weight of pressure. That's a different weight of pressure. I see making a bad decision. Here it is. Here it is. Here, let me give you a prayer to pray. Everybody. And then we're going to move on in prayer. Again, if you haven't shared me, share me. One of the greatest prayers that I pray, and, and I'm going to give you this prayer. Every day I pray, I commit every decision I make to the Lord. The Bible says that the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. That's Psalm um, 37 and 23. God orders the steps. So my prayer every day, and when I say every day, remember the concept of command your day, command your week, is that when we pray, we don't wait until the morning to pray because biblically speaking, the night prior begins the next day. That's why if you read your Bible in Genesis, it says in the evening and the morning were the first and second day and so on. So tonight, why do we pray at nighttime and not? I know there's people who do early morning prayer calls. It's because the day is halfway over if you're doing an early morning prayer call. That's why we pray at night. So for those of you ever wonder, why don't Bishop do a 5 a.m. prayer? You are not, I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. Number one, I'm just not doing that. And number two, that is not my department. And then number two, it's because scripturally the day began the night prior. So we're almost halfway through the day if you wait to set your day at, you know, 5 a.m. in the morning. And I know people do that. And I don't judge anybody that does that. I'm not anybody that does that. That's it. From a biblical standpoint, that's just not the day's already halfway through. Um, so that's why we pray that way. But listen, my prayer every day when I command my day is, Lord, I commit every decision I make to you. So I pray that whatever I decide, it would be what you ordain for me to decide. In other words, I yield my decision making to you and I commit my plans to you. I commit my plans to you. Uh, that is Psalm 16 and 3. The Bible says if you commit your works and your plans to the Lord, you will succeed. So I, I say, Lord, order every decision I make. And God, I commit my plans to you. Every plan I make, every decision I make. Whatever I do, that's committed to you. So I trust that in that moment, what I do, that's what you ordain for me to do. Are y'all listening to me? And can I be honest with you? Uh, we're going to pray that prayer. But can I be honest with you, though? Uh, and I said this today. I'm going to tell you something that's going to bless you. I said this today to one of my leaders because we had something happen early, early this morning. And I'm going to tell you actually what happened. Um, we had something happen early, early this morning. And, and I said to one of my leaders, I said, I am so glad that I make decisions the way that I do. And I said, here's why. I said, because um, I said, sometimes, if I listen, sometimes I will, be, I'm, I like to move quick, right? Anybody else like me? You like to move quick? Anybody else like me? You like to move quick? I, um, I like to move quick. I'm like, boom, boom, bam, bam, bam. And that's the seat I'm in. I'm an executive. That's my role. Uh, um, um, sure, it's a spiritual role, but there's also an executive role. There is a business and administrative side to what has to happen for ministry. Um, and I bathe all of that in, in prayer. Now, listen, I said, I'm so glad that I make decisions the way that I do. I said, because here's the truth. I said, had I um, not done this in the sequence idea, when this happened, we would have been we would have just been up the creek with no paddle. I said, when this happened, we would have been up the creek with no paddle. And so the plan every day, I encourage everybody, if you fear making bad decisions, your prayer is going to be, Father, I commit my plans to you. In other words, as I'm, what do you plan? Your plan starts in your mind. I commit what's going on in my head. I commit that to you. I commit my planning to you because if the plan is not right, the execution will never be right. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? I see somebody saying quick moves over here. Absolutely. Um, and so I want to cover that in prayer. And I encourage you to get that scripture. Again, that's Proverbs 16 and 3 and Psalm 37. What was that? Psalm 37 and 23. Let me just get that to you one more time. 37 and 23. I was right. Psalm 37 and 23. All right. I want to pray, but listen, we're going to cover your whole year's worth of decisions, but I need you to make that a part of your daily prayer routine. How many of you are going to make that part of your daily prayer routine? Part of your daily prayer routine. Wave at me. If you're going to make that part of your daily prayer routine, I need you to wave at me. All right? Because when you begin to do that, you will not walk around. Is this the right thing? Is this the right thing? Did I do this? Did I do Like, I, listen, let me just be honest with you. I don't have the time to second guess what I decided because I got to move on to another decision. I don't have the time. Now, if I come, if I may think about it later and come back to it and I may modify it, I may make it better. Uh, but I don't have the time to sit for 30 minutes on a decision. One of the longest decisions that I make, y'all ready for this? Don't y'all judge me. One of the longest decisions I make is those, my agency team, they'll tell you, that is one of the longest decisions I make all week because I only have one meal after church because I don't eat before church. I only have one meal and that meal has to be bomb. Do you hear me? That meal has to be amazing. That meal has to be great. That meal has to be incredible because that's the only meal I'm having for that day. Because by the time I leave, I don't eat after six and all that. That meal has to be incredible. That takes me the longest time. Other than that, boom, 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 moving on, 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 boom, 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 moving on. So I want to cover your decisions. Anybody, it's already, sir, I'll be ready for what I want to eat after church. See, look, it takes me some time. Sometimes I know, sometimes I don't. I want to cover your decisions. For 2021, but here's what I need everybody on every platform to do. I need for you to type out um, three major decisions. You don't have to get specific. You get as specific as you want to. Just put them on one chat, three, one line, three major decisions you need to make in 2021. Three major decisions because we're going to cover that. We're going to cover that. We're going to cover that. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And if you commit your plans to the Lord, he will cause you to succeed. Commit your works. Commit your plans to the Lord. Everybody, every platform. What's going on, brother? Every platform. Every platform. And can I get a few more of y'all over here on the Harvest um, Instagram to share? Over here on that Harvest Instagram so we can reach some more people. We're on lots of digital platforms tonight, but I need y'all to share a little bit more over there. So I said beans, greens, tomatoes, yams, yams. Listen, look. I'm telling you, that's one of the biggest ones. I'm waiting on you guys. Come on, type it in. Your three greatest decisions of 2021. Y'all got super quiet right there. Y'all are typing, typing. Y'all are typing, typing. Where my chat's at? Y'all are typing, typing. Your three greatest decisions for 2021. If it's taking you that long to figure it out, just figuring out what you need to decide is your decision. All right? Somebody says, this must be for me because I keep getting kicked out of all the platforms. Wow. I don't know why it's kicking you out. It shouldn't be kicking you out, but stay in here, Carol. Stay in here. We're going to go up. College, career, staying or moving from Colorado. I can tell you to answer that third one. Um, schedule, career, house, career, dating, marriage, kids, better prayer. Come on, guys. Just type it in. But Bishop Foreman, why aren't you having me type this? Because I'm about to cover it. Got it? You can't cover what you conceal. Did y'all hear me? You can't cover what you conceal. So when you put it out here, we're going to cover it and we're going to cover it. There's a few things we're going to do, but I just need everybody on every platform to type it. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. All right. This is going to be good. 
getting closer with God. I'm saying your finances, career, friends, work, family, moving. Some of y'all got six in here. All right. All right. Eating. All right. I can help you with that. Whatever my assignment is, business, a move, growing. This is good. University, employment, travel. All right. Keep typing, but I want to begin to cover. Father, in the name of Jesus, I cover right now every single decision that has been listed on prayer tonight and even on the replay. I cover every single decision tonight in the name of Jesus. And I pray, God, that you, uh, as we follow your word, Psalm 37, 23, say the steps of a righteous man, of a good man, are ordered by the Lord. I pray that you would order their steps. In other words, that means God, that every decision that needs to make be made requires a step. Every little move they make, every decision they take, I pray God you order it. What does that mean? You don't consult them, you tell them. I pray that as it, the decisions are being made clear, and as the direction is being made clear, their responsibility is to simply follow the ordered steps. I pray that they would follow the ordered steps. And God, according to Proverbs 16, 3, we commit our plans to you. We are not going to try to even touch 2021 until we have first committed our plans to you. And you said, if we commit our plans to the Lord, that you would cause us to succeed. Uh, you would cause us to achieve them. You would cause us to be established. So we commit it to you. What does that mean? Whatever you want to do with it, however you want to do it, however you want to turn it, every which way, up, down, left, right, jump, sit down, move to the side, move to the right, move to the left, crisscross, whatever it is, God, we yield to that. And we pray, come on, y'all. I pray that we would be decisive in 2021. I rebuke right now vacillation when we need to be decisive in the name of Jesus. I pray that our obedience would go to another level in 2021. That God, the moment we see it in your word, that's the same moment we implement it in our world. The moment we see it in our world, the, uh, on your word, that's the moment we would implement it in our lives. And for that we give you glory and say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say amen right there. Again, guys, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight. I encourage you to get our app, text the word harvest to 55498. Get our app, you get music messages and more. You want Sunday's message. It was called How to Handle Pain. All right. How many of you, 2020 has given you some pain? Just wave at me. For those of you that are bold enough, type the type of pain on the screen that it gave you. I want you to do that um, because that pain has purpose. Um, being a Christian, if I listen, does not exempt you from pain. It gives your pain purpose. I'm going to back the thing up so you get it. Being a Christian, Bishop Foreman, Instagram. Being a Christian, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, everywhere else, Harvard Channel. Being a Christian, Harvard Search, Instagram, does not exempt you from pain. It simply gives your pain purpose. And many times people will think, that something is wrong. And I love your honesty. Come on, honesty. Come on. Heartbreak, loneliness, friendship. Uh, uh, gives your pain purpose. Come on, Reese. Said Sunday's message was fire, grief, heartache. It does not exempt you from that. It simply gives it purpose. In other words, God says, I'm going to literally take what hurts you deepest and it's going to help you most. What hurts you deepest is going to help you most. I, yesterday I was reflecting. I was having a conversation and I began to reflect over some things in my life. And I said, you know what? In the moment, that thing had me. 
I said, but I'm so grateful because when I look back over it, it was for my good. God used it and gave me purpose. If I listen, some of your greatest decisions that are going to be the right decisions are going to be precipitated by pain. Pain is going to precipitate you making a change. Pain is going to precipitate you doing something differently. Got it? Being a Christian does not exempt you from pain. Giving your life to the Lord does not exempt you from pain. Putting God first does not exempt you from pain. What it does do, and this is so important, is it gives pain purpose. Outside of Jesus, your pain has no purpose. It just hurts. Outside of Jesus, your pain has no purpose. It just hurts. But for you, your pain has purpose. I need you to type that on every platform. My pain has purpose. My pain has purpose. If you're in Atlanta, um, I would love for you to be. I'm kind of mixing announcements in with prayer. Uh, I would love for you to be a part of our Harvest Church Atlanta launch team. We'll be moving to pre-launch uh, very soon. Uh, and uh, Very soon, I'll just say it like that. And what is the launch team? That's the team that's going to uh, serve to help build Harvest right there in the Atlanta metro area. Uh, many, many people in the Atlanta area have responded from all over the metro area, all inside the perimeter, outside the perimeter, all of that. For those of you in the area, you know what I'm talking about. I'd love for you to be a part of that. You just need to text H-C-A-T-L. H-C-A-T-L is in Harvard Church, Atlanta. H-C-A-T-L to 55498. When you do that, we'll shoot your text to show you how to get connected. Literally every day I look at it, new people are joining the launch team. Isn't that something? New people are joining the launch team every single day. And uh, I even reached out yesterday to all of our Atlanta family before prayer last night via phone call. Um, as a shepherd, it's so important to me that, especially during a time like this, that you can, number one, count on me to be consistent. Um, you have not seen me miss a Sunday. You've not seen me miss a Wednesday. You've not seen me miss prayer this entire pandemic. And, and why? Because in times where everything's changing, the role of a leader is to be consistent. Can you just make this declaration? I'm consistent. The role of a leader, especially when lots of things are changing, is to remain consistent. And as a shepherd, I said, uh, the people who are connected to me need to know that they are going to be able to depend on me being consistent. Obviously, your faith is in Jesus, but they need to know that their shepherd is going to be on his square. All right. But the second thing um, that was so important to me um, throughout this time as a shepherd is to stay connected, right? Because sometimes people can, especially in times like this where there's so much that's happening in so many different ways, um, it's so important to me to stay connected. So that's why we have you text. That's why we have you get the app. That's why we have you do all of that. Why? So we can stay connected. Like we're doing this thing together. You are not out here by yourself. You are not out here by yourself. All right. Um, so listen, all right. Y'all ready for something? Look, let me give y'all what they call. Let me give you the tea. Can I give y'all the tea? Let me give you the tea. But it's gonna be a healthy tea. It's a green tea that's gonna help you slim down. Listen. So today, and I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna share this with you. I wouldn't normally share this, but I'm gonna share this with you because um, the Lord literally. I pray about what we pray about. I don't just hop on prayer and just start running my mouth and say, God, what do you want us to pray about? Because prayer is warfare. And strategic. That's what the Bible says. The effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. Effective means specific and strategic. All right. Can you just make this declaration? This is how I fight. Come on. Yes, is laughing at me. This is how I fight. Like pray. This is how I fight. So I don't just get on prayer just talking about random, crazy, ridiculous stuff I heard other people say. This is how I fight. So today, 
Today was supposed to be, for those of you who are connected to Harvest, you've seen on the stage over the last week, you saw the stage begin to be deconstructed. Um, you saw one of the jumbotrons come down, one of the major projectors on one side of the stage come down. You saw lighting begin to change. You saw the background that had been there since 2013. You saw that begin to change. You saw lots of things begin to change. And, uh, and I use it as a preaching point. Y'all know me, I'll preach anything. Uh, one of our harvesters on, uh, was it this past Sunday said, Bishop, Bishop is, and I love the comment. He said, Bishop is, what do you care? He said, the smoothest, something, sharp, something he said, some phraseology he used. But he said, he said, I had never seen a preacher where he said, just give me something and I'll preach it. Because uh, we had all the toys down front. I was like, just give me something and I'll preach it. And, um, and so in that, You've seen that. Y'all have seen that? Who's seen that? You've seen that. Wave at me if you've seen that. If you haven't seen that, you can go watch the videos and you'll see it. You just look at one like two weeks ago and look at one just last week and you begin to see changes. And so this morning at 8 a.m. was to begin um, the completion of that project. Was to begin the completion of that project uh, with the whole video wall and uh, all new things and a whole new setup and all of that and the upgrade of the systems and all of that. That was supposed to be completed today. There were delays. It was actually supposed to happen a while ago, but there was um, um, delays with shipments and things like that. So I want to teach you this principle and I, and, and I want to teach you this principle and then we're going to pray this principle um, because at the end of the day, uh, I, I've been saying this, uh, I heard this, and I've been saying it. I used to say something slightly similar. I modified it after I heard it said another way by a man of God that blessed me so tremendously. But just make this declaration. Every delay is to my benefit. Somebody said the freestyle bishop. I think that's what he said. Every delay is to my benefit. I need you to type that. Every delay is to my benefit. Every delay is to my benefit. I need you to type that. Come on, every platform. Come on, Facebook. Come on, Graham. Let's go. Every delay is to my benefit. So this morning, we, we have been going through this process. And to God be the glory, we went through the process. And I'm not even going to tell y'all some of the numbers. It ain't really none of your business. But just I just want y'all to understand that it's, it's more to church than just than just grabbing a mic and saying, won't God do it? Um, and for how we do church. And so in that, um, you, you, had, you had quotes um, when we originally did all of that. All that stuff that cost a hundred and fifty thousand dollars to do all of that, all of the the rich setup and all that stuff. This stuff costs money, um, and to God be the glory, um, uh, the people of Harvest are faithful givers, and, and we do what we need to do, and we that was done. So to this upgrade, you know, we you 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 could go as is inexpensive. The the least expensive was twenty five thousand, and then you had things that went as high as two hundred thousand. To, I was like, look, what does the screen do? I like, does the screen, is the screen going to cook for me? Is the screen, what is it going to do? Like, is it going to cook for me? I need to, I need this screen to watch kids. I need this screen to cook. Listen, come on. All right. Somebody said yesterday, my flight was delayed. My rental was delayed. My clients were delayed. Right. Listen, it happens. Um, but every delay is to your benefit. So we were looking at all that. So anyway, today, this thing was supposed to happen. And as this was supposed to happen at 6.30 in the morning, 6 in the morning, um, at 6.30 in the morning, we are contacted by the company that's supposed to do it. And I would have said the name of the company, but they, we've got our money back, so I'll leave them alone for now. Um, and so um, at 6.30 in the morning, we get a document that says, well, you got to sign this. Well, you know, that's, that's, that's the wrong way to come at somebody like me. Um, but anyway, you, you have to sign this. 
um, this morning and uh, otherwise, you know, otherwise, you know, nah, nah, nah. and so the agreement said a provision. I'm going to tell you what it said. The agreement said that um, Harvest would have to assume liability if one of their people was injured or perished or uh, it listed a whole lot of things. And then here was the kicker. Even if it was due to their own negligence, that we would have to take that liability. Now, for those of you that you, maybe you're not into agreements and contracts and all of that, you don't understand all of that. That's a non-starter. That's a non-starter. Not happening. You cannot ask us to be responsible for what someone else does, even if they were negligent. Negligence means they did it on purpose. They did it on purpose. I, I, I said, I, I literally, I was like, what? And so, uh, legal was like, we're not signing this. What is this? This is what did they drink before they sent this? We're not signing this. This is not happening. Um, this is this is just not happening. So we sent a version back and said, no, these changes need to be made. We cannot agree to that. We cannot agree to that. That's crazy. And furthermore, they sent it this morning, and everybody, listen. This is what I want to get to, because they thought that everything else was already taken down and they thought, everybody listen, and they thought they had us in a situation where we'd have to sign it. And some of you, the reason you got to commit your plans to the Lord is because there are certain things you wanted to do. And when you commit your plans to the Lord, the Lord is like, mm -mm, don't do that because there's something coming that I'm protecting you from. I want to cover your delay in prayer because what has been your delay has actually been your protection. Father, in Jesus' name, we are grateful, God, that what we thought was our delay was actually our protection. You are such a good father that you can see what's coming before it gets here. And you protect us and you keep us safe and you protect us and you keep us safe and you protect us and you keep us safe. And so we thank you tonight, God, for the things that you delayed, you were preventing destruction. The things that you delayed for that person that said my rental car is delayed. There was an accident that had your name on it that God said this delay is going to keep you in the land of the living. There are some people you wanted to hang out with and what that was going to turn into was something crazy. Delay has prevented destruction because he's a good father and he got you covered. Come on, everybody say, God's got me covered. God's got me covered. All right. So I'm being very transparent now. Let's be telling my business. No, um, but in all of that. Um, but, but there's so much that you can learn. And I want to share this with you, especially for those of you who connected me so that you see how you handle this stuff. Cause it's one thing for me to preach it to you. It's another thing for me to model it for you. All right. And so, uh, so a, a red, a red line version was sent back and said, well, we can't agree to that. Like you were asking us, I mean, literally it says, even if it's due to the negligence of the installer, Harvest Church would be responsible. I said, this is, I, I, I said, I don't know where this is acceptable. I said, who in the Google.com, who in the Google.com um, put this together? Because this is not going to work. So we sent it and said, you know, these changes have to be made, but, we, you know, we can't we can't agree to this. Well, re response is, well, we're not amending our agreement. And so -na 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 -na, I said, OK, well, we so our response was, listen, um, uh, well, we accept your refusal to get it done. Um, we're going to need that. We're going to need that money uh, back. And uh, we got our money back and all of that. Why am I telling you this today? Because um, every delay is to your benefit. There are certain things you wanted to do that God kept you from doing to protect you. And as you're getting ready to exit 2020, 
Everybody listen to me. Somebody say this. Y'all ready? We're about to go here. Say no regrets. Come on, y'all. Say no regrets. There's some people you wanted to befriend, and God shut that down. Because God was like, look, you think that's going to be your friend. That's a leech over there. I shut that down. That means I have no regrets walking into 2020 because every delay is to my benefit. All right. And so uh, no regrets. Uh, no regrets. Well, I should have, would have, could have. No regrets. No regrets. So, of course, we didn't proceed with that and that didn't happen. And I was so grateful. I said, God, and this is what I told one of my leaders. Uh, who was working on this project. I said, I'm so grateful. I said, I've been wanting to have that. I said, I'm so grateful that I didn't allow my impatience. If I listen, that I didn't allow my impatience to cause me to make a decision where I will have had to agree to a fruit loop of a contract that you sent to me. If I listen, that you sent to me an hour and a half before you're supposed to install which means it just in business terminology, what you tried to do was pigeonhole me into a deal. You try to make me sign that. Oh, but God's a protector. Come on. And he has harvest covered. He has Mr. Foreman covered and he's got you covered. Father, we give you glory for your protection that has been on us and with us over this last year. We may not have understood it then, but we will understand it later. We may not have understood it then, but we will understand it later in Jesus name. Can I get everybody to say amen right there? Um, and so I said, okay, well, let's keep it moving. We go do what we're going to do and it's going to be better. Come on. It's going to be better. Isaiah 66 and nine new century version says, and the Lord says, I will not allow there to be pain. What is pain? It's an unpleasant sensory or emotional experience. God says, I won't allow there to be pain unless I'm about to give birth to something new and better. Come on. I need you to make this declaration. Say better is coming. Better is coming. Better is coming. Father, you said you will not allow there to be an unpleasant emotional or sensory experience with our senses. You will not allow us to go through that unless you have something new and something better, something new and something better. So in 2021, we prophesied that our better in every area is manifesting. Come on, y'all. Our better in every area is manifesting and it's happening in 2021 in the name of Jesus. Come on, y'all. Say amen right there. Um, listen, let me give you this. Uh, let me give you this scripture uh, that'll help you. Um, John 13 and 7. John 13 and 7. Um, this is when Jesus was washing the feet of his uh, of his 12. Uh, we call them the 12 disciples, but can I just give you a little Bible knowledge real quick? There were not 12 disciples. There were thousands of disciples. There were not 12 apostles. There were at least 74 apostles. Um, um, or excuse me, 84 apostles, because you had the 12 ruling apostles, um, um, the 12 that ruled. And Acts chapter one teaches us, this is, and let another man take his office. Office there is his bishopric. So the 12 ruling apostles, according to Acts chapter one, they actually held the office of a bishop. They, they oversaw, they ruled, if you will. Um, they oversaw. Um, but there was a 72 that were sent out at one point, two by two, they were sent out. So uh, there were not 12 apostles. There were at least 84. A, a, apostle comes from the Greek word apostello, which means sent ones. So just a little Bible lesson for you real fast. 
Um, but in all of that, um, he's washing the twelve's feet. And when he gets to Peter, Simon Peter, he says, Lord, you going to wash my feet? Somebody says, come on, Harvest Bible College. Let me just go ahead and put a commercial. Some of you, you need to enroll in Harvest Bible College. It is, um, you can earn an associate's through doctoral level. Since you put that question on, or that statement, that's a good point. Some of you are like, I want to go back to school, but I don't know what for. Go to Bible College so you can get you a good biblical education. Associates through doctoral level. There's four different degree programs at the doctoral level. Um, to my knowledge, we are the only degree granting theological institution in the state of Colorado. That may be different now. There may be some new ones, but at the time we registered, we were the only, at the time we were granted that designation. So some of you need to do that. All right. Now he gets to Simon Peter and Simon Peter says, Lord, why are you doing this? How many of you in 2020, you've asked the Lord, why are you doing this? Come on, wave at me or say me or say I have. Come on, guys, we're almost, oh my God, it's 750, my Jesus. Come on. My goodness, there's so much more I want to cover. All right, but come on, we got to move. How many of you in 2020, you said, Lord, why are you doing this? I did. I did. I remember something happened. I was like, Lord, I'm your man of God. Lord, what, why is this happening to me? And he said, this is good for you. I'm, I'm, I'm letting this happen so that you will not have fear of this later. Come on. Somebody says, I'm starting my Bachelor's of Biblical Studies on Monday. Come on. Congratulations. All right. For those of you who are interested in Harvest Bible College while you're typing your responses, you can do it on our website, harvestchurch.church, and click on Bible College, and it's all on there. All right. It's all online, so it's self-paced. You can take it at your own pace. Did you hear what I just said? It's all online, so it's self-paced, so you can take it at your own pace. All right? Um, so um, this is what Peter says to the Lord. Simon Peter says to the Lord. Um, Simon Peter has three different designations throughout the Gospels. Simon, which means arrogant. It means snub-nosed. All right? Then Simon Peter. Peter means rock. So he's, he's a rock, but he's arrogant. So he's strong, but he's arrogant. Be careful that you don't let your strength make you be an arrogant, pompous somebody because pride goes before fall. That's why Peter ended up denying the Lord, just since we're here, because the Lord says, listen, Peter, your pride has wrote a check that your behind can't cast. So you're going to deny the Lord so much so that when Jesus resurrects, he says he says to Mary and them that are there, he says, go get my disciples and Peter because Peter fails so bad. Listen. I don't know who this is for. Peter fell so bad. He said, I can't even be considered one of them anymore. I pray for every person tonight on prayer where you have fallen away from God. Maybe even you've fallen away from harvest, fallen away from me. If I'm your shepherd and you've fallen away and you don't even consider yourself one of them anymore because of what you did. I pray that tonight when that net is dropped, you would come home. Come on, y'all. I pray that tonight... When the invitation is made to return your life to Jesus, that for some of you, it's considering yourself part of them again, part of us again. There's nothing but love for you. There's nothing but acceptance for you. In Jesus' name, come home tonight. For those that have been far from the Lord, I pray you come home tonight. There are those of you who you disconnected yourself from the Lord. You don't even consider yourself as one of them anymore, as a Christian anymore, as a believer anymore, as a harvester anymore, whatever it is. I pray that tonight you would come home. Come on, y'all. We're about to drop that net. We're going to see some people come home tonight to the Lord. Come on. Um, so, so Simon, then Simon Peter. Then finally, Peter. After his fall, after his pride is gone, 
the Lord just starts calling him Peter. In other words, you're just strong now. Your fall made you lose your arrogance. Father, y'all ready? We're about to cover that. Father, thank you for our falls because our falls made the arrogance break off of us. Thank you for our falls because our falls made our pride, made our hubris, made our pompous approach or attitude in any areas of our life. It was pride that got that up off of us. And for that, we say thank you. Who on prayer tonight can thank God for your falls? Peter denied the Lord. And the Bible says he was overcome with so much emotion. And you know what he did? He quit the Lord and he went back to doing what he was doing. He went back to fishing. He went back to fishing. He went back to fishing. And then Jesus shows up on the boat. And Jesus is like, uh, y'all got something to eat? And, and if you read the narrative, it's so amazing. Y'all got something to eat? And then this is where you see, uh, uh, we've been fishing all night. We've been fishing all night. And they said, well, throw, the, throw it over there. Uh, you know, all, all that. You, you see these fishing exchanges that happen throughout with Peter. Um, because Peter goes back to what he used to do when he thinks that he can't come back to the Lord. God, that's a word for some of y'all. God, that's a word for somebody you're going to share this with. If you haven't shared this, share this tonight. Because in a moment, I'm going to give people an invitation to come to the Lord. If you haven't shared this, share this tonight. Because there's somebody tonight that's going to come back to the Lord. Tonight. There's somebody that's going to get saved tonight. There's somebody that's going to feel reconnected to their shepherd tonight. Wow. My God. This is good to me. So, listen. Here it is. Peter, he says, Lord, you going to wash my feet? He's like, Lord, why are you doing this? Lord, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And here's John 13 and 7. Everybody, for everything, I need you to be at peace with everything that's gone down, that's gone up, that's happened in 2020. I need you to not have any regrets. I need you to not have any um, any unforgiveness. I'm going to tell you three things you got to let go of tonight. All right. And then uh, then we out of here. Then come next time we'll be live is on Thursday night for New Year's Eve. Um, John 13, 7. Jesus replied. You do not realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. Let me read it to you in the English Standard Version. Jesus answered him, what I am doing now, you do not understand, but afterward you will understand. Wow. 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 Let me give you another version uh, that says it a little differently. Uh, World English Bible. It says, Jesus answered him, you do not know what I'm doing now, but you're going to understand later. There are certain things that have happened in your life in 2020 where you did not understand it. And I shared that story about something um, that happened today. So you understand every delay is to your benefit. There are certain things you may not fully understand now, but you're going to understand it later. Listen, and you're going to understand it. In your next 12, you will have full understanding of the prior years of your life. I prophesy to everybody under the sound of my voice that in your next 12, you will understand everything you've ever had to go through. Every time you've been betrayed, every time you've been hurt, every time you had issues, every time you had struggle, whatever it is, in Jesus' name, God, our prayer is that in our next 12, we would understand, we would understand why we had to endure, 
deal with, be exposed to, had to encounter. The principle there is that there are certain things that don't make any sense now. We declare in Jesus' name that we will understand it in our next 12. And in Jesus' name, come on, you receive that. Come on, in Jesus' name, we receive that. Come on, everybody say, Selah, S-E-L-A-H, Selah. Selah is a Hebrew word. It essentially means God, you said it. I believe it and that settles it. Um, listen, I can't believe like it's 7.58. Like, there's so much more I wanted to cover in prayer, um, but I'm going to have to let it hit on uh, Thursday uh, in the message. Listen, guys, um, two things I want to say before we get out of here. Guys, don't don't disconnect yet. Don't disconnect yet. All right. Don't be like them people who get up in church when all the talk goes on. because This is the most important part of what we're going to do tonight. This will be the last count of decisions we get before New Year's Eve. And then, of course, we have New Year's Eve. Um, but this will be the last count of decisions outside of New Year's Eve for 2020. And I want to make sure that we maximize this moment. God, right now, speak to those that need to return to you. Speak to those that need to be reconnected. And I pray that God, when the net drops, that they respond and respond quickly in Jesus' name. Two things. If prayer bless you, sow into it. You should always sow into what blesses you. All right. How do you do that? You can use the Cash App, Harvest Church Give, or Bishop Foreman. That's the number one after it. It's my pleasure. Amen. Um, um, Bishop Foreman with the number one on Harvest Church Give. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, all that. That's hello at harvestchurch.church. Uh, you can use Givelify. That we also on that now. You can give that way. You can also give um, just by going to our website, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Can I get you to type that for you all to type those different different methods? different giving methods on every platform. You should bless what blesses you. If something blesses you, you always support into it. And scripture says that the ox, you should not muzzle the ox while he's trailing the ground. In other words, the ox, while it was doing the work, it needed to eat. Because if you didn't feed the ox while the ox was working, the ox would have the strength to keep working. Uh, and that applies to spiritual leadership. Now, that's number one. Number two, um, if you're on prayer tonight on any platform and you are not a Christian, Number one, tonight's your night. 2,000 years ago, God died so you could have life and life more abundantly. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, but you're like, Bishop Foreman, I feel like Peter. I've given my life to the Lord, but you know what? I, I failed so bad. I felt like I can't come back to him. I failed so bad. I felt like I'm not even a Christian no more. I'm not even, I ain't, I ain't even on all that no more. Tonight's your night to come back to the Lord. And third and finally, and third and finally, and third and finally, amen. And third and finally, if you're like, Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God. To be honest with you, Bishop, I don't know. Guess what? It's okay not to know. That's why God gives you shepherds. What do shepherds do? They lead the sheep and they say, this is the way. And I'm pointing you right to Jesus. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Or let me throw this fourth one on here tonight. If you have been disconnected, if I'm your shepherd, I'm your pastor, you've been disconnected. We just mentioned this a moment ago and you feel like, I don't even know how am I going to be received, all of that. Come home, come back. Whether you're in Denver, whether you're soon to be in Atlanta, we'll be there soon. Whether you're online, digital, wherever it is, if that's you, that's the fourth call if you need to come back. Here's how I'm going to have everybody to respond. Did you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, be sure you need to come back. On the count of three, I'm just going to ask you to do the hand with the emoji or say, it's me on the count of three. One, two, three. If that's you, respond right now. Do that hand with the emoji or say, it's me right now across every platform. God's waiting on you. You're not watching this by accident. 
Tonight is your night. You need to become a Christian. Hand wave emoji, say it's me. You to recommit yourself to the Lord. Hand wave emoji, say it's me. If you're not sure, hand wave emoji, say it's me. If you uh, uh, were connected and want to reconnect, no judgment, no guilt. I see you, it's me. No condemnation. No shame. Come on back. Do that hand wavy emoji or say, it's me. I'm waiting on you. Come on, guys. They're responding right now. I'm waiting on you. Don't you have no fear about pushing that button. There's nothing but love. I see you. I see you, Sonny. I see you, Vago. I hope I'm not pronouncing it wrong. It moved real fast for me. Come on. I see you. Come on. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. Come on. Hit the button. No judgment. No condemnation. No shame. None of that. Tonight's your night. Come on, respond. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Come on, Facebook. Come on, Instagram. I'm waiting on you. I see you, Nisi. I see you. Come on. I see you. Come on, y'all. People are responding. Every age, every background, every race. Come on. If you go up old school church, you know, they put the, they do the thing here. Is there one? Come on. Look, the seat is open for you. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Come on. We're excited. We're celebrating you. I will wait. Five. I see you, Jasmine. Come on. Five, come on. Four, you come on back. You come on back home, Zenobia. Four, come on. Three, two, I'm waiting on you. They're still responding, y'all. One, they're still responding, y'all. Come on, we're just going to wait for a second while people are responding. You need to be, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Be sure, or you want to come on back home. You want to reconnect. Come on. No judgment, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Yeah, so many decisions are being made tonight across all of these digital platforms. When you see me looking around, that's because I'm looking at three different cameras, plus there's a laptop right here. So I can see some of the comments that come in on some of the other platforms. All right. So I got a whole thing. In addition to prayer, I'm looking at all of these different things, right? Um, listen, I want everybody to pray this with me. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody pray with me. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. If this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Come on, say it. Say great days are here for me. I'm connected in Jesus name. Amen. Wow. So many decisions tonight. Uh, you'll know what it was. We'll let you know on New Year's Eve. Listen, guys, for those of you who just prayed that prayer, um, I'm going to ask that you do this. If you became a Christian, recommitted yourself to the Lord, you're sure. I'm going to ask you to do this. Text the word decision to 55498. Text the word decision. We're going we to walk with you, Nisi. And I hope I'm pronouncing that right. We're going to walk with you. Text the word decision. The 55498. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text. We'll get a little information, just name, email. Shoot you a text right away. It's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. For those of you who say Bishop Foreman is my pastor, Harvest Church, that's my people, that's my family. People now call it my tribe. Um, I, You know, tribe is cool. I do tribalism sometimes can be a little destructive, but... If I'm your pastor, the Bible says sheep know the voice of their shepherd. You don't. You never have to meet me. Last night I got a message after prayer from somebody saying, "Oh, I just wish I was closer." You you don't have to. You don't have to live in Denver. We're about to expand to Atlanta. You don't have to live in Atlanta. We have digital family across America and around the world. And so, if you know I'm your shepherd, you're the voice of your shepherd. If you want to make me your pastor and harvest your church family, you can do that. How do you do that? Guys, I'm going to introduce another one to you. I don't often use on prayer. You're going to text JOIN HARVEST 
Join Harvest to 55498. Amen. I see a question. Can I get y'all to type that on every platform? Text Join Harvest to 55498. Are we doing Bistro? Great question. No, we're not going to do that. We're just going to be there that night. Great question about Bistro that night. Listen, we uh, my Bistro team has not been able to cook all year or well since March. And uh, and so on Thursday night after New Year's Eve experience, um, they cook it. And listen, I am breaking my not eating after six o'clock rule that night and I will be eating. But to make up for it, for all of my health people, for all my health people, I'll be going into smoothies only again for uh, a little bit before that. So love you guys. Come on, mentor and accountability. Come on. I love it. Um, I love you guys tremendously. Three things you got to let go of. I'll say this is 806. I'll say this. You got to put periods on. Um, never get your punctuation with your life mixed up. You, no regrets. Number one. Number two, no unforgiveness. I think you better let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I taught a whole message on Christmas Eve. Um, give yourself a gift. Forgive. Third thing. Third thing. Third thing. Third thing you got to do um, is you have to let go of low expectations. I, a lot of preachers are scared to announce anything for 2021 because they're like, I don't know. I don't want to say nothing. I'm like, listen, guys, zero means all things new. And God literally made all things new in 2020. He just didn't tell you that the way he was going to make it new was by wiping everything off the table and saying, let's start over. <laughs> in many ways, in many areas. You got to let go of those things. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. And prayer bless you. Go so cash app Bishop Foreman with the number one or Harvest Church Give. Um, uh, PayPal, Zelle, Venmo, all that. Hello at HarvestChurch.Church. Uh, or, of course, GiveLify. You can do it that way. You can even, um, what else? Text to give, all of that. That's on our website, HarvestChurch.Church forward slash give. And uh, if you made a decision to become a Christian, we need to hear from you. I just want to help you walk out your relationship with Jesus. Guys, keep me in prayer. Um, and uh, I'm excited to see how God is going work this thing out with what didn't happen today. Uh, he's. I'm not even concerned. I'm not even worried. Uh, God has got, um, got that beyond handle. So I'm excited to see how he does it. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. This is the year of Jubilee. Come on, Jubilee. Come on here. All right. Have an amazing night, guys. Shalom. And we're going to start there. Boom. Because I normally start to go there last. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's.